the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What's going on, everybody? Another Al Gattulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970. The answer, a fantastic show for you tonight. A craft beer guest that's going to be joining me later this hour. And the usual news and notes to get to. But first, how can you follow me? Very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo. Instagram at Gattulo. G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer cast via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. We're Alexa ready as well. Just say to your Alexa enabled device, Alexa, I want to hear the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. And bingo, you will get to hear the Craft Beer Cast right on there. A little Motley Crew to kick off the. The hour, I think we're going to do all Motley Crew this show. I got a chance to, uh, that's too fast for love, uh, but uh, got a chance to watch the uh, documentary on Netflix uh, about a week ago. I think it was, um, I think it was last Saturday morning. I don't remember when it was uh, that um, I saw the documentary. What is it called? The Dirt, right? Uh, it's, um, it's a biopic on Motley Crew, and I have to tell you, it's, filled with debauchery and it's it's as i said on facebook and twitter it's a roller coaster ride of a uh, of, of a biopic and it's great it's so much fun uh if you want to know what the 80s were like uh in um in hollywood or maybe not so much hollywood but at the whiskey a go go um you know in los angeles if you want to know what the metal scene was like uh in the 80s in the late 80s late 70s and early 80s uh, you definitely want to check out the Motley Crue biopic, The Dirt, on Netflix, if you have Netflix. It was a lot of fun. So we'll feature some uh, music from Motley Crue uh, as we go on uh, the show. Coming up in 20 minutes, Tim Pewitt, he's one of the co-owners of Wet Ticket Brewing in Rawway, New Jersey, will join me. Uh, they've been open two years now and are just killing it with some fantastic beers. Uh, I'm, I'm a little biased. I know Tim and the, own, and the other owner, Al Povolesky, very well. Um, met them through the brewery. Uh, Tim came on right before the brewery opened. Uh, we had a nice discussion, and, and through the, these last two years, uh, we've struck up uh, quite a friendship. And uh, Tim is a great guy, and the fact that I live five minutes from the brewery could be dangerous for some, not so much for me. But uh, he is uh, just wonderful uh, at what he does, the beers that he makes. It is, to, in my opinion, one of the underrated breweries in New Jersey. Um, it is a very simple ride off of New Jersey Transit. You can come from the city. It's uh, five stops off New Jersey Transit from the city. If you're anywhere along the New Jersey coast or the Northeast Corridor Line, it's one train, drops you off in Rawway, you walk a block, bingo, there's the brewery. There's uh, food options around there. There's a couple of bars as well. Um, so, you know, people look at Rawway with a little bit of astigmatism that, uh, you know, it's seedy, it's disgusting, it's this, it's that, it's not. Uh, as they say, the hashtag is Rawway is happening. It is certainly happening. 
uh, at Wet Ticket Brewing. We'll talk to Tim Pewitt in about 20 minutes. Find out what's going on with their, their brewery, his experience in Atlantic City at the AC Beer and Music Fest, um, and, you know, the, the beers that are coming out. In fact, the anniversary beer that he made, which was a vanilla porter, um, had some issues that had to do with the federal government. We'll talk to him about that uh, as well, as, along with a, a bunch of other things. That's coming up in 20 minutes. Now, Coronado Brewing, our good friends uh, over in Coronado in San Diego, uh, have announced the second installment of their unique two-part collaboration with Belching Beaver Brewery. Uh, the two San Diego-based breweries uh, came together in January to brew Tooth and Tail Hazy IPA, a double dry hop New England-style IPA bursting with tropical juiciness. Uh, the breweries reunited uh, just last month at Coronado's Bay Park facility to brew Tail, Tail and Tooth Hazy IPA. So they flipped the names around. Uh, named for the mermaid's tail and the beaver's tooth, Tail and Tooth, Tooth and Tail, each interpreted the hazy IPA style with unique hop profiles and London 3 yeast. Um, Belching Beaver's Tooth and Tail featured a vibrant blend of mosaic, Idaho 7, Citra, and Moteca. Uh, Coronado's Tail and Tooth showcases Idaho 7, Azaka, and El Dorado. Uh, so a couple of di- different hop profiles uh, in the beers. Um, they debuted at Coronado Brewing uh, three locations le- uh, Friday, March 29th in 16-ounce four-pack cans and on draft. Uh, Tail and Tooth will be available throughout Coronado's distribution network beginning this month. Uh, and for more information, of course, about this uh, coastal collaboration and the events planned, just visit CoronadoBrewing.com. Uh, for all the details. Um, it is a hazy IPA. It's 7.5% with a 45 IBU. So low on the bitterness scale. Uh, I know the folks at Coronado are sending me uh, a can or two to sample, so I will get back to you uh, as to how good uh, it is or not so good. Uh, our friends over at Flagship Brewing, Jay Sykes and his crew, uh, on Saturday, May 18th, it is Flagship Brewing's five-year anniversary festival over on Minthorn Street in Staten Island. Live music all day and night, including the Wahoo Skiffle, Cra- Skiffle-, Skiffle Crazies. Is that the name of a band? I guess it is. Uh, it's a double can release that day featuring Blood Orange IPA and Swamp Tings debuting Flagship's Nitro Stout. Uh, and they will also have local food vendors there as well. Uh, it's going to be a, a great day over there uh, for beer and entertainment. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it. Jay invited me to the event, but May 18th is probably my busiest day on the calendar. Not only uh, do I have the uh, beer, uh, bacon, and barbecue, or beer, barbecue, and bacon event uh, that uh, our our good friend Allison throws every year, I'll be judging in that. I then have to go from there to, uh, which is at uh, Lewis Meadow Park in in, uh, Morristown. I don't know why. How could I possibly forget that? But I'm going to be one of the judges at that event. It's always a great time. It's an outdoor event. You can bring your dogs. We'll have more details about that in just a moment. Um, And then I have to shoot over to Brooklyn, to the well, to the Five Borough Craft Beer Fest. So it's a doubleheader day of me sampling uh, many different types of beer. The Beer Bacon Barbecue event is a Jersey beer-only event. Uh, The Five Borough Craft Beer Fest is beers not only from Jersey and New York, but all over the country as well. They put on a great show. But uh, Flagship is going to do their five-year anniversary party on the same day on May 18th, Minthorn Street. If you're coming from Manhattan, it's a very easy ferry ride uh, and about a, a, I would say about an eight-minute walk uh, from the ferry uh, to get over there. The Blood Orange IPA is excellent. Very, very good. Uh, I've not had the Swamp Tings, but got to get back over to Flagship. And, uh, and check out some of the beers there. But if, you, if you're in the area and you want to check them out on Saturday, May 18th, big party, their five-year anniversary. So kudos to uh, Jay and the boys uh, for five years brewing beer on Staten Island. Uh, Harpoon and Dunkin' Donuts are collaborating again. 
on what they call the Ultimate Summer Sipper. It is the Harpoon Duncan Summer Coffee Pale Ale, which is available. Let's see. It's available now? Yes, it is. It's available now. Uh, it'll be uh, throughout the summer in both 12-ounce cans and draft at select retail locations across the eastern United States. It's a 5% ABV. It's a hoppy tribute to Dunkin's signature iced coffee, combining the flavors of Dunkin's original blend with a bright, summery pale ale. Um, they're saying you can have it with coffee-rubbed brisket, chipotle, chicken tacos, Dunkin' coffee rolls, and outdoor brunch. So uh, interesting stuff. Again, the second collaboration between Harpoon and Dunkin' Donuts. If you want more information about the summer uh, Harpoon Dunkin' Summer Coffee Pale Ale, uh, just go to harpoonbrewery.com slash beer-finder. As we continue on here, news and notes on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM970, The Answer. So this was big news last week, and maybe I should have let off with this, but I, I, and I hope I don't give it short shrift. Uh, Stone Brewing... Uh, was bought out in Germany, the brewery that they had built a couple of years ago in Germany, by BrewDog. So a $30 million experiment, basically, from Stone Brewing. Uh, the, uh, they have decided uh, a week ago Friday to sell their Berlin brewery facility to Scotland's BrewDog. Terms of the deal not disclosed. Uh, BrewDog will begin occupying the space on May 1st. Uh, Greg Cook, the co-founder of Stone Brewing, wrote in a blog post on the Stone's website, We invested a significant portion of a decade in significant millions building Stone Berlin, and it didn't work out. These things hurt, and these things happen. This one happened, and this one hurts a lot. According to a post on the BrewDog blog, uh, the company will temporarily close the facility. Uh, It's located inside a historic 43,000-square-foot gasworks complex, which was built in 1901, turned the building into a BrewDog space that is similar to its U.S. brewing headquarters in Columbus, Ohio. As part of the acquisition, BrewDog picks up a like-new 100-hectoliter brew house and a 10-hectoliter pilot brewing system. It includes uh, a canning line, bottling line, tap room, and outdoor beer garden. They will open the site, BrewDog will, later this year. Specific timeline not revealed. Um... Cook was very upset from the beginning of this project um, about how uh, contractors would stop work on the brewery when things didn't go right, something didn't pass, uh, inspection. And as he said in the blog post, time and money just tick away. He said of the delays, that's the cost of being a romantic or a fool. And he also admitted that greenlighting is such an ambitious uh, you know, uh, undertaking rather than building something smaller uh, – hindered the company's chances of success. He said maybe we should have started smaller, but that's not the way they do things. They thought they were going to come in and just sweep through Germany and the rest of Europe. Now, he has assured people Stone will continue to sell beer in Europe. They just will not have a brewery there. They're going to be making it, obviously, in other places and shipping it uh, to Germany. But what's interesting is a well-known beer writer, Jeff Allworth, on his blog took Cook to task for the brash manner in which he initially announced the Berlin Project by assembling local media to watch him drop a giant stone on a grouping of German beers. Allworth wrote, Cook dropped the the boulder on the pile, a stone metaphorically smashing a millennia and a half of brewing tradition. Shortly after the publicity stunt, Cook claimed that Berlin is not really a beer city yet, uh, and um, Allworth argued that Cook's attitude towards German beer culture upon entering Berlin was a misstep, and he criticized the beer executive for shifting the blame to Germans, on his way out, as Allworth wrote on his blog, it's no surprise that the project failed, given the contempt in which Stone held its new country. The oppositional approach that worked so well in California didn't sell in Berlin, but instead of asking hard questions about why the brewery didn't achieve the volume it needed, Cook blames the Germans. So uh, it's interesting to see uh, what has happened here. I, I think, you know, I-, I tend to believe Allworth a little bit. I don't think the Germans were prepared uh, 
for this type of beer. Germans like their beer a certain way. That's why they have the rules that they have there. And I don't think they were ready for what Stone was bringing, to be honest with you. Should uh, Greg Cook have opened something smaller and then expanded? I think so. That's just my opinion. He wanted to be bold and brash and, and build something big. It didn't work. Sometimes these things happen. You kind of scratch your head. You go back to the drawing board and you try again. You see what happens next time around. When we come back after a short break, more news from around the beer world, and then Tim Pewitt from Went Ticket Brewing will join me later this hour. Folks, we're just getting started on this program, and it focuses on the delicious beverage made with barley and hops. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I'm thrilled to be co-hosting the Stand with Israel tour with my friend Dennis Prager. This tour of the Holy Land will bring us face-to-face with one of our country's most important allies and one of the most fascinating spiritual regions on Earth. More than a vacation, this bucket list trip will deepen your faith and expand your mind. I personally want to invite you to join me on this journey. Register today, and I'll see you in Israel. For more information and to register for this trip, go to am970theanswer.com. That's am970theanswer.com. Across America, it's snoring season. Right now, 90 million Americans make this sound every night. Snoring can be caused by breathing through your mouth when you sleep. If you have a blocked or narrow nose, then you're more likely to open your mouth to breathe, causing snoring. Thankfully, there's mute. An ingenious Australian invention that could quiet the snoring season once and for all. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device that sits inside the nose, supporting your airway and keeping it open while you sleep. You'll breathe more easily through your nose and snore less. In fact, in trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute, allowing them both a better night's sleep. Put snoring season to bed, America. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. For more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than just serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable. Serving part-time lets you attend school full-time while you take advantage of education benefits that can help you graduate debt-free. If a civilian career is your goal, serving part-time allows you to work at a full-time job. The skills, qualities, and contacts you'll develop in the Guard can open doors to a great civilian career. Want to serve but worried about being away from friends and family? Part-time service in the Army National Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want while you enjoy the many benefits of serving your community and nation. You owe it to yourself to learn more about how the Army National Guard can fit into your life. Visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. Aired by the New York State Broadcasters Association and this station. Jay Sekula, live on top of the world. Weeknights at 6 on AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at albergy at nycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. 
You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. A little Dr. Feel Good from Motley Crue. Got a chance to watch the biopic The Dirt on Netflix last weekend. It is, it's really good. If you like uh, 80s metal and, uh, you know, the, all the, the, the debauchery and booze and drugs and sex uh, down in, uh, in uh, the L.A. scene there with heavy metal, uh, you will definitely enjoy uh, this biopic. And, of course, we are Alexa ready as well. You just uh, say to your Alexa-enabled device, Alexa, I want to hear the Algatulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970, The Answer, and voila, you will hear it right from there. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, Tim Pewitt, one of the co-owners of Wet Ticket Brewing out of Rahway, New Jersey, will join me. They've been open two years now, and they are just killing it with some fantastic beers. Uh, we will talk to Tim about his experience at the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival, how the brewery is progressing, what beers uh, you know that are upcoming that they're going to have on tap, Lots of stuff to get into with Tim. We'll do that in about 10 minutes from now. But some other news going on. Dogfish Head uh, Beer is uh, releasing a new 12-pack uh, of cans that they're calling their Off-Centered Activity Box. It's a summer-centric variety of, 12, of, uh, of cans in a 12-pack uh, that is perfect for beer drinkers, as they say, with active lifestyles and conscience, uh, con- uh, conscience consumption mindset. I don't know what that means. I guess because you're being responsible. Doesn't have to get that wordy. But anyway, uh, so they're going to have two new releases in the 12-pack and two uh, regular favorites in this 12-pack. So uh, the two new releases are Slightly Mighty, which is a 4% ABV. It's a full-flavored, low-calorie IPA uh, that is slight in calories and carbs and mighty in hop character. Now, apparently, this IPA will, will only be 95 calories have uh, just under 4 grams of carbs, a gram of protein, 0 grams of fat per 12-ounce serving. Now, this is the trend that we're seeing lately is we're starting to see lower alcohol beers, less calories, less carbs, because people are switching to spiked seltzers and uh, maybe they're switching to, to regular booze in order to have a, a, you know, a beer or two with their friends. So we're seeing this from a variety of different breweries because, let's face it, IPAs, while uh, a lot of people like them, they're very high in caloric content. They're high in carbs. So, you know, eventually uh, it's going to catch up to you. It's certainly uh, caught up to me, which is why I'm trying to lose weight. Uh, But again... It, you know, it, it'll be. It remains to be seen what will happen here in the beer world if low calorie IPAs will catch on. I definitely want to try this from Dogfish Head because I want to see if it's good and it's low calorie, and then I'm definitely gonna. Ha- I'm gonna. You know, maybe I'd opt for that uh, as opposed to other beers. We'll see. Uh, the other new release in this 12 pack is called Super Eight. It is a, a Super Goza brewed with eight uh, ingredients, including prickly pear, mango, boysenberry, blackberry, raspberry, elderberry and kiwi juices with a dash of toasted quinoa, as well as an ample addition of red Hawaiian sea salt. Uh, This is a 5.3% ABV. Uh, They don't give the calories on it or the carbs, but again, another interesting beer that Sam Calagione has put together that I'd be willing to try. Now, I have tried these other two, the Sequential, which is a under 5% ABV. It's a mashup of a Kolsch, Goza, and a Berliner Weiss. And it's a hybrid session sour. It's brewed with lime peel, black limes, and sea salt. Uh, This one, 140 calories, 9 grams of carbs, 2 grams of protein. They do sell them in 16-ounce cans. It'll be interesting how it comes, uh, how it tastes in the 12-ounce can. You get a little bit less, but I've had the 16-ounce can uh, at the PNC Bank Art Center during concerts in the summertime. Sequential, currently the number one selling sour beer in America. Uh, And then they have their uh, Namaste White 
which is a 4.8% ABV. It's a zesty Belgian-style wit beer brewed with dried orange flesh and peel, lemongrass, coriander, peppercorns, and a dose of good karma, according to uh, Dogfish Head. This is a nice beer. It's it's not the best. It's it's a, Again, it's an easy-sipping summer beer um, with a, a, a few different spices, and it has that spicy finish to it. So it'll be interesting. But the cool thing about the box that it comes in, and Dogfish has done this before, is that you unfold the box, add ice to the leak-resistant wet-strength paperboard container, and you've got yourself a built-in cooler, which is fantastic. So uh, it, uh, the uh, carton will hold ice and water for up to six hours. So you bring it to a show. You don't even have to bring a cooler. Just get a bag of ice. You throw it in there when you get there. You let the beers get cold for about 10, 15 minutes. Boom, and you're drinking already at a concert. Not bad. As we continue on here with our uh, news segment here, before we get to Tim Pewitt later on in our third segment of the program, the Beer Barbecue Bacon Showdown is coming up on Saturday, May 18th. Uh, is that right? Saturday, May 18th? I have to make sure I have that right because I'm judging. Yes, yeah, Saturday, May 18th. Uh, this will be taking place from uh, noon to 4. Uh, actually, noon to 1 is the VIP hour and then 1 to... Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Noon to 1 is the VIP hour. 1 to 5 is the general admission. Uh, 30 New Jersey breweries will be in attendance. There'll be lots of food for purchase. Obviously, a lot of dishes involving bacon. Celebrity chef Chris Massey will be running the VIP buffet hour, which is very cool. There will be beers at the VIP hour that you can only get at the VIP um, uh, event. You won't be able to get it when you get in uh, for regular admission, which is from 1 to 5. You get a mason jug, uh, jar mug. Uh, you get, of course, uh, unlimited samples. There's music there. And then you get to vote on the people's choice for the best beer and the best dish. I'll be a celebrity judge at this event, uh, sampling all the different beers that will be brought by New Jersey breweries as well as the dishes that will be prepared by these New Jersey food trucks. Um, you have to be over 21, have a picture ID to enter. Dogs, chairs, and blankets, all welcome. And where is it, of course? It is at uh, Dometo Park, uh, Lewis Dometo Park in uh, in Morristown. It's a great event. It's a rain or shine event. So if it does rain, they're probably not going to cancel. Although last year we did move it to the Morristown Armory because the rain was very severe. So that's why they moved it. But again, rain or shine event. Pretzel necklaces are always welcome. Uh, no outside food or drink. Large bags or knapsacks. Uh, a lot of great breweries that are going to be there. Cape May will be there. Uh, Bolero will be there. Angry Eric. Brick City will be there. Cypress will be there. Departed Souls. Flounder. Flying Fish. Fort Nonsense will be there. They're right down the road. Icarus will be there as well. Uh, River Horse. Ship Bottom Brewery will be there. Two Tons going to be there. Twin Elephant will be joining the festivities. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the, some of the participating food vendors. Texas Smoke Barbecue. Bacon Me Crazy. The Bearded One Barbecue. Kimchi Smoke. That guy Robert makes. The best brisket I've ever had. It is fantastic. The guac spot will be there. Sauced and rubbed. House of Cupcakes. There is going to be so many good uh, you know, eateries from food trucks as well as New Jersey beer that's going to be there. You definitely want to go and check that out. Check them out on Facebook, Beer, Barbecue, Bacon, Showdown, uh, or I think it's B3Showdown.com. Uh, uh, for more information to get tickets. Thanks, Allison, uh, for having me at this event. It's my third year in a row judging at this event. It is a fantastic event. And then finally, before we take a break, uh, everybody is out in Colorado this week, unfortunately, because of the snow. But a lot of people are out in Colorado this week because uh, the Brewers Association putting on this big event. And there was, in 2018, there was some slow growth in the beer business. Uh, it, you know, And what the uh, Brewers Association is saying this is not a blip on the radar, okay? Um, they're, they're saying that this is a, uh, an ongoing problem. 
And if breweries don't get their act together in certain areas, uh, this is going to continue to be a problem. So as I posted on our Facebook page, on the uh, AG Craft Beer Cast uh, Facebook page, uh, what, what, um, what is interesting to me is that older breweries are having issues getting new customers. Uh, I think that's part of the reason we saw so many, so many breweries go belly up last year. We saw a bunch of them, which was the most in, in a number of years. Uh, if you have a good product and you're consistent, you're going to get people to come back in. But part of the problem is these mids, mid-level-sized breweries that are all over the nation, right, they're having a problem retaining customers. I notice it when I go to the liquor store to buy a beer. I'm always going to opt for local before I buy a national brand. The local beer in New Jersey is so good now that I want to try that local beer before I buy the national brand. It's why we saw Stone having to back out of Germany. Stone's, for me, Stone's issue is get back to the core of what you're doing. You make great IPAs. You make great stouts. Stick with those. Trying to reinvent the wheel every single time, not necessarily a good thing. The other interesting part of this piece, the Brewers Association newly created Taproom Brewery Class, which is companies that sell more than 25% of their volume on site and do not offer significant food service, grew 40 percent to 809,000 barrels in 2018 represented 24% of total craft growth. Also, about 90% of the 3.1 million barrels of beer sold through brewery tap rooms was sold on draft. About 15% of draft beer in the US is now being sold directly at breweries and brew pubs. Those sales make brewers a target for retailers crying foul and scrutinizing tap room based business models. We're seeing this in New Jersey. The breweries, the tap rooms, are having more success than liquor stores and bars. Bars are upset by this. They shouldn't be. They should be working with the breweries to, so that both, both sides can get a piece of the pie. That's the problem. But that other interesting part is the fact that a lot of the volume is taking place on site. I'm going to go to a wet ticket in Rawway to buy my beer directly from wet ticket before I go to the liquor store. If all I'm looking to get is beer and I know that the guy down the street has good beer, I'm going to the guy down the street to get my beer instead of going to the liquor store. Maybe I don't want to be tempted by all the other things. It's an interesting, you know, it's an interesting thing to note and I wonder if there's going to be a bigger effect in New Jersey uh, down the road. There might be. When we come back after a short break, Tim Pewitt, one of the co-owners of Wet Ticket Brewing in Rawway, New Jersey, will join me. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It's overcast and 60 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. A Jersey City man is facing more than 90 charges for allegedly hurling objects at dozens of cars in Ocean County. Terry McCready has the story. Police say over the course of four months, more than 40 vehicles were struck with objects thrown from another vehicle, causing cracked windshields and risking lives. ABC 7 reports 35-year-old Anthony Lewis is accused of throwing objects at cars traveling in the opposite direction. Cops say Lewis may have damaged more cars than they're aware of and are encouraging other victims to come forward. I'm Terry McCready for 710 WOR. Thank you, Terry. Police are investigating after a small plane crashed on Long Island. Authorities say the two-seater came down around 10.15 this evening on Clarendon Drive and Valley Stream. The plane landed on the front lawn of a home. Officials say the people inside were able to get out of the plane safely. It's unclear what caused the aircraft to fall. In sports, in the NHL playoffs, Islanders beat the uh, Penguins 4-1, so they now lead that best-of-seven East quarterfinal 3-zip. Yankees fell to the White Sox 5-2, and as we check on the Mets at the bottom of 
the eighth inning. Looks like they're trailing Atlanta 7-3. Traffic delays at the GWB inbound. No longer are we looking at any delays on the upper level or the lower level. Looks like the Holland and the Lincoln Tunnels remain a pretty quiet ride at this point. Traffic looks good at your lower East River crossings. The one problem spot is in New Jersey on 208 southbound from Fairlawn Avenue to Plaza Road. Apparently it's shut down entirely due to a pedestrian accident. Traffic is stopped from McBride Avenue, so please do steer clear. Checking on your weather for tonight, chance of some showers and thunderstorms, which could produce some very heavy rainfall. Lows, 57 degrees. Tomorrow, we'll see some showers, possible thunderstorms throughout the day. High 57, sunny on Tuesday, high 62. Now you know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno and AM 970. The answer. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. And as you know, my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. That's why I created my new Giza Dreams bed sheets. I started by using the world's best cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. My Giza sheets also include full 21-inch wide pillowcases that will fit over any any pillow and deep pocket sheets that will fit over any mattress. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Go to mypillow.com or call 1-800-651-0798 to get your very own MyPillow Giza Dream Sheets. 1-800-651-0798. Use promo code AM970 and Mike will give you 30% off plus free shipping. That's right, 30% off and free shipping with promo code AM970. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. Joe Piscopo wakes you up at 6 a.m. Kevin McCullough takes you home at 5 p.m. Weekdays on AM 970. The answer. Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, uh, you know, a little uh, Motley Crue, same old situation as we've been playing throughout the show, Motley Crue, because I got a chance to check out the uh, documentary called, or biopic, really, The Dirt on Netflix. Boy, I'll tell you, I love the 80s. I love the metal scene in the 80s. That was my wheelhouse. And boy, checking it out from the other side of the coast, on the West Coast, how the metal scene was at Whiskey A Go Go and all the great legendary bars uh, in and around Los Angeles. It was just as crazy on the West Coast as it was on the East Coast, and maybe a little bit more so. But definitely check it out on Netflix, uh, The Dirt, if you get a chance. Now, my next guest, uh, just recently, along with his partner, Al Povalevsky, just celebrated their two-year anniversary as a brewery in Union County, specifically Rawway, New Jersey. They're five minutes down the road from me, and I'm all biased. They make fantastic beer, and I love visiting them uh, as much as I can. They, it is always a pleasure to chat with Tim, whether it's about beer, about life, or anything else. More info on the brewery at wetticketbrewing.com, or you can check out their Facebook page as well. Let me welcome back to the program Tim Pewitt. Tim, a good day to you, sir. How are you? Very, very good. We're here kegging up some beer. Smells like beer in here. It's a wonderful morning in Rahway, New Jersey. I love it. I love it. Now, Tim, just a few weeks back, you had your two-year anniversary of the brewery in Rahway. Another fantastic turnout. And I think my buddy Rob and I, we walked in at just, just around noon, and within 10 minutes, the place was filled. Music was playing. You guys had food. It was great. What a great party. It has to be a wonderful feeling to see so many people come out and celebrate to drink your beer. What are you most proud of in regards to the brewery? 
Oh, there's just so many things. Uh, the relationships that we've established here in town, uh, how the, the folks in the Union County area have have embraced us, you know, our, our beer and kind of the, the wet ticket family that we have working here. Mm-hmm. You know, just to walk down the street and, and people just saying, wow, we're, we're so happy to have you here. And it's, just, it's just really kind of been the whole thing has been humbling and we're looking forward uh, to what uh, in the future for us. And, and, you know, and that's what's great. I mean, you know, the, the town of Rahway is having this resurgence now. The hashtag that everybody, when you're posting on social media about Rahway, it's Rahway is happening, and, and there's really such great things. You've got the community theater up the street that's getting in these, you know, some some are major acts, some not so much, you know, but still people are going to those events. You've got the bars in the area. You've got, uh, you know, a cigar place down the street. There's so many good things that are happening, and it's such an easy train ride uh, to get over to Wet Ticket. It's five stops off in New Jersey Transit if you're coming in from Manhattan. So really, really convenient. The anniversary beer, though, uh, is still available for purchase uh, uh, at Wet Ticket. Rawway or the Highway? It's an imperial porter with Madagascar vanilla beans and flake coconut. Now, uh, the beer had an interesting journey because you were planning on releasing it sooner, but the government shutdown prevented you from doing that because you couldn't get your label approved. And so did the time that it couldn't be bottled affect the beer, or did it help it? I, it most likely helped it because in, in this situation, we were conditioning the beer on uh, coconut and vanilla. And I, I usually have, uh, you know, we usually do that for just a couple of weeks. It went much longer than that. Mm-hmm. I, I was a little bit about nervous about what the impact would be on the beer. But in the long long term, the, the balance between all those flavors just really came together nicely. And uh, I think part of it was the uh, uh, the additional time. And sometimes, uh, you know, things that don't seem to work out turn to end up working out in your favor. That's that's good because the first anniversary beer was more of a bourbon type of stout. So the longer it sits, the the better it probably is. And what's interesting, I have a bottle of the original bourbon mix that you made for the one-year anniversary, and then you did a second batch. I still have a bottle of each, so I'm interested to see when I finally crack open uh, one, maybe in a, over a fire one, one of these uh, days, of how it's going to turn out, how the flavors have kind of you know coalesced uh, in the bottle. So that's... Uh, that's kind of interesting. Talking with Tim Pewitt, he's one of the owners and brewmaster of Wet Ticket Brewing. They're making great beer out of Rawway, New Jersey. More info at wetticketbrewing.com. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So you're canning so many of your beers now, Tim. And let me see if I got the list right. Watermelon Wheat, Dream Ticket, Trolley Hopper, Kolsch, uh, your pumpkin beer, one-way ticket, which you just put in cans this week, which is awesome. Uh, now, Fully Juiced, which is a hazy New England-style IPA, and i got to tell you, folks, it's probably one of the best beers that Tim has made so far. Get over there and check it out. So, seven beers of cans. So, the next can for purchase is going to be one-way ticket. What else do you have coming up that you think you're going to put in cans uh, towards the summer? Well, we've been tweaking around some recipes, uh, looking at putting some lactose in beer and really kind of hopping up the beer probably a little bit normally, more than we normally would, and then kind of taking off uh, some of the edge uh, that you can get when you really hop a beer to extremes with the lactose. We've been having some good results. And uh, the beer is tentatively named Galaxy Hopper. Galaxy Hopper. We've got some Galaxy Hops back in the... Back in the cold room, we're looking to do that soon. Nice. Now, Tim, are you seeing? Obviously, that's becoming more of a trend where a lot of breweries now are putting lactose in beer. I had one from uh, Icarus uh, last week. Their yacht shake, and they made it like a milkshake. We seem to be, that that seems to be the trend now. 
Um, is it something that you're into, or is it you know, is it something that all right, I'm going to make it because people are, are requesting it, or is it something that you're enjoying and you say ah, let's let's put a batch out and see what happens? It's a, it's a little bit of everything. I I certainly enjoy the style, mm-hmm. um, and. And in addition, you know, you always have to see what people are asking for and what they're looking for. And it is something, and that's one of the things I enjoy the most about uh, spending, getting to spend a couple hours on a Friday night or a Saturday afternoon here in the brewery. It's it's something I hear people asking for. Right. And so when they're jazzed up about a new style, it gets me excited about it that, as well. See, that's great. Now, the Crowler business is booming as well. Uh, I love the fact that you have a Crowler machine in there that if there's a particular beer that I want to take home and I haven't brought my Growler with me, because again, remember, how many people remember, let me stick a Growler in the car uh, when I go over to the brewery, because maybe there's something I'm going to like, whether it's a 32-ounce or a 64-ounce, that I'm going to want to take home. Although the one thing I do notice about your place, Tim, is that there are people that come in, they've got their Growler ready, they know what they want, they want to get it, and they want to go home and drink it with, you know, with their significant other or whatever, but are you seeing more people purchase a Growler to go, or are people still using Growlers for beer? We see both, but I am starting to see a steady increase in our Crowler business, and it, and it really you know, works out for us too. We, we really uh, have been able to leverage what we do here in the tasting room. But, but part of that success has been able to have a broad spectrum of beers available. So somebody's spouse comes in with uh, their non-drinking spouse. We have something, a blonde or a Hefeweizen or a Kolsch that appeals to them as well. So we, we can't, we can't, can up all 14 beers, but the fact that somebody can come in, find something that you know, really fits their wheelhouse, and they can still take it home, put it in the fridge. It's going to be good for a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. We're talking with Tim Pewitt, one of the owners and brewmasters of Wet Ticket Brewing. He's making great beer out of Rawway, New Jersey. Now, more info for the brewery at wetticketbrewing.com. Here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. I love the Crowler because I love to be able, you know, I, I'm, you know, when I go to a concert, I want to take cans with me when I'm outside. Uh, it's a little less, you know, you don't have to worry about broken glass and stuff. But the fact that the Crowler is so convenient to be able to take it to a show, you pour a couple of beers for some friends, and when you're done, you just throw the can away and it gets recycled. To me, that's a great thing. Now, uh, Tim, you you were at the uh, we got a chance to talk a couple weeks ago at the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival. How is that experience for you guys? I enjoy the festivals. It, 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 to be in that room when they uh, lower the lower the gate and four or five thousand uh, <laughs> fellow minded people enter at once. And they're excited. They want to talk about the beer. You get to see actually some of your customers out, right. you know, outside the environment of the brewery, and just kind of be a, a part of that. Uh, it, it's uh, I, I love them. I, they're just they're fun to be a part of, and uh, the feedback that we get in the beer. And the excitement we get from the folks there—it's—it's it's something that uh, we all feed off of here. Yeah, my friends and I call it the Sea of Humanity when they open up those gates, and that's—that's that's why the last couple of years I've tried to get in early so I can avoid that crush when they walk in. But I'll tell you, um, they put on such a John Henderson and his crew put on such a great uh, a, a great event every year, and it's amazing to me how they pull it off with the amount of people that are uh, that, that come to the event and enjoy it. And I love the fact now the last couple of years he's done kind of a whole Jersey Avenue kind of thing where you can sample all of these different beers uh, from around the state, which I think is really cool. Now, one of the other beers you're going to have coming up um, in, in the summertime, I guess it's going to be on cans, uh, is the Hefeweizen. Is that right? We were, we're definitely going to do the Hefe 
mm-hmm. again this year. Not sure if it's going to make it to Cannes. Okay. So you're going to have to play that one by year. Okay. Well, I can always get a Crowley. That's the good thing, right? Uh, yeah, exactly what it's designed for. Exactly. And by the way, last question for me, Tim. Um, and, and I know I asked you this when, when I was at the brewery for the anniversary party. The artwork that you have at the brewery, if I'm not mistaken, it's done by a local artist, right? And those those pieces of artwork are for sale. Is that correct? It, it, it's true. The gentleman's name is uh, John Ward. He's a uh, personal friend and uh, golf buddy with uh, my partner, Al Pawalski. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't been here to see it, you know, when we first opened up, we didn't know what to put up. Uh, John approached us and said, would you like to, you know, display some of my artwork? He showed us a few pieces. We were by all means. So if you haven't been to the tasting room, it's worth the trip besides the beer just to see this gentleman's artwork. It's cool. It's got a funky kind of like 60s, early 70s vibe, like Allman Brothers, Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix kind of vibe. There's a surfboard. uh, Psychedelic. Yeah, yeah. Grateful Dead. Yep. Mountains, owls, lizards. uh, You know, you name it. Yeah, it's 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 a real cool vibe. You're gonna you're gonna love it. You got to go over and visit the brewery. Uh, It's right in Rowway, New Jersey. Five stops off of New Jersey Transit if you're coming in from Manhattan. My guest has been Tim Pewitt, one of the owners and brewmaster of Wet Ticket Brewing. Again, like I said, Rowway, New Jersey is the location. More info at wetticketbrewing.com here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer, Tim. Thanks so much for joining me again. As always, much success with the business. I will see you for a beer very soon. Uh, sounds great. Appreciate you having me on. Thanks, Tim. Up next, time for Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. He's been a newsmaker covering the special counsel for the Wall Street Journal. Now, Kim Strassel recognizes Kevin McCullough's focus on the issue. Kim Strassel, we so appreciate the diligence you've maintained on this story from the very beginning, and thank you for your uh, explanations today. They're helpful. Well, you too, Kevin. You've kept an amazing focus on it, and that's important for all those people who listen. Are you listening to Kevin McCullough Radio? Weeknights at 5 on AM 970, The Answer, with special airings Wednesday at 4. Is a friend or loved one's gambling problem affecting your life emotionally, spiritually, or financially? Do you yourself take a toll on the people around you due to a gambling issue? The effects of problem gambling are far-reaching. They've come in many different forms and grow with technology. At 800-GAMBLER, we invite you to have the conversation. Chat with your family member, speak with your friend, or have a talk with yourself. Is a gambling problem affecting your life? Visit 800gambler.org for access to a new video, various programs, services, and resources for disordered gamblers, their friends, and or loved ones. We work to educate the public and provide aid to anyone who needs it. Always know that if you reach out, you will be met with compassion and understanding from our team. We're here to help you in any way possible. 800gambler. We offer support, treatment, and hope. We're just a phone call or click away. This message sponsored by the Council on Compulsive Gambling in New Jersey, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. AM 97, The Answer. Oh, yeah. I'm going to meet the boys on the floor, number two. Smoking in the boys' room. 
Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, a little smoking in the boys' room from Motley Crue. The biopic, The Dirt, is on Netflix right now. Got a chance to watch it last weekend. I absolutely encourage you, if you are a heavy metal fan, if you are a fan of metal in the 80s, you should definitely watch this biopic. It is... Um, it's a roller coaster of a ride. I said it earlier in the program, and uh, I, I totally believe that. There's debauchery, there's sex, there's drugs, there's, uh, there's a heart-wrenching story in the middle of it. Um, it is definitely something for you to check out. You can follow me on Twitter very easily, at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast, via email at albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Yeah, you just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast, and you will find all the shows on those two platforms. And we're Alexa ready as well. Just say to your Alexa enabled device, Alexa, I want to hear the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer, and bingo, you will get to hear it right from there. So uh, let us get into uh, suds and duds here. Um, Brian Kubacki, the uh, owner of uh, Departed Souls uh, Brewery, reached out to me uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, I guess he saw a picture of me with uh, Kevin Burkhart, the Fox Sports announcer, who's uh, the number two man on football. He's also the um, a pregame host for Fox uh, Sports uh, with baseball, does some basketball. He also does some play-by-play uh, with Fox Sports for uh, baseball. He's actually he's doing a select number of Tampa Bay Devil Rays games, or Tampa Bay Rays games, excuse me, uh, during the season. So kudos uh, to my buddy Kevin. Kevin and I worked together uh, years ago. He was working for WFAN. I was still working for ESPN Radio. We were covering the Jets. And um, we would just have an uh, unbelievably hilarious time uh, in the press box uh, during games. We, we, it was just, it was such a joy to work with him. We would laugh every game about the most inane things, and I am so happy for Kevin's success. So anyway, as the story goes, uh, Brian reached out to me and said, listen, I understand that Kevin has a gluten allergy and, uh, you know, isn't able to, to drink uh, beer, would love to send him some of our gluten-free beers for him to try. So I reached out to Kevin, uh, told him the story, gave me his address. I gave it to Brian. Brian sent him uh, some beers. I'm guessing he got it. I have to reach out to uh, uh, to Kevin to see if he got the beers. But he also Brian also sent me a few of uh, the uh, beers from Departed Souls, which is located in Jersey City. So got a chance to try a few of them. The first one uh, was the Departed Souls Go Big or Go Home. Uh, clove, slight banana, not bad, gluten-free, which is nice. Uh, y- you always enjoy uh, a good beer, especially uh, there are not a lot of breweries that make purely gluten-free beers. Some of them have lesser gluten in them, but may have a trace of them. Uh, I think Omission is one of them that has that. Uh, but it's nice that somebody has dedicated, and we've talked with Brian before, uh, the whole story about um, why a lot of his beers are gluten-free, which is really cool. I uh, had the For My Homie as well. Uh, the good, uh, the good B IPA. Uh, it's an okay IPA. I-, I just felt like it needed to have a little bit more bite to it. Um, definitely a traditional style IPA, but I wanted a little bit more of that that bitter bite to it uh, when I drank it. It didn't have enough of it for me. So uh, those are two so far that I've tried from Departed Souls. Got a couple of others. We'll get to them uh, in the coming weeks as well. But Brian, just a, a thank you. Uh, for sending the beers to Kevin, of course, and, of course, sending me uh, a little uh, package as well. Very much appreciate that. As we continue on here with our Suds and Duds segment on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, Icarus Brewing, I I have not talked about them enough, I guess, on the show in the last several months. They are just knocking it out of the park 
with their IPAs. And they do a great job with this hazy, juicy IPA, which is a style that a lot of people are liking. I get it. It's kind of trendy. Um, it's not a traditional IPA. I like a good traditional IPA every once in a, IPA every once in a while. Um, but the the juice bombs from some of these breweries, some of them are just really unbelievable. This one is no exception. So I was at Five Boroughs Brewing last week uh, after before I went to this uh, cheese and beer event at Three's Brewing. I picked up a new four pack of Five Boroughs beer. Uh, I think live from New York, which I'm going to review here in a couple of minutes. So uh, my buddy Ernie from Paragon Tap and Table, when he sees the picture, he says, I'll trade you a can of the Five Burrows beer for an Icarus Yacht Shake. So I said, absolutely, I'm in. Uh, so I got over to Paragon Tap and Table. I trade him the can of beer. He gives me the Yacht Shake. So Friday, last Friday night, I cracked this open, this Yacht Shake, which I was all excited because I have not had a can of Icarus beer. I've had a lot of their stuff on draft. I've never had it in, in, in a can. And I have an Icarus glass, so I, have no, I haven't had any compelling reason to use it because you like to pair up the beer with the glass from the brewery. Listen, I'm nerdy. What do you, what do you, what do you expect? So uh, I, I, I pour this out, and let me tell you something. This is what they call a milkshake IPA. There's lactose in it. Uh, there's vanilla in it. It is super smooth. It's juicy. It has that milkshake quality, like a kind of, I don't want to say a thick milkshake, but just enough of it to make to remind you when you close your eyes of a milkshake. The vanilla is right there, but it's, it's not cloying. Sometimes there's a little too much vanilla put in things, especially in beer, and, and the, the, the taste can be overwhelming on your palate. This is not. It's just perfect. It's just the right hint of vanilla where you're like, mm, okay, I can taste it, boom, and it's gone. And then you have another sip, oh, I can taste it, boom, and it's gone. That's the way it should be done. Icarus, outstanding. Uh, again, a fantastic beer. Yacht Shake, if you haven't had a chance to grab it, you definitely have to get it. They have to move, a, get, come up a little bit further north so I can get access to some cans. Uh, or otherwise, I'm going to have to take a trip down to Monmouth County and start doing a search. In fact, I got to get down to the brewery in Lakewood one of these days. I have to. I got to plan a Friday and just go down there uh, after work or whatever and stop in and have a couple of beers, pick up some cans to go. Uh, as we continue on here with Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy, the answer live from New York, as I just mentioned, from Five Boroughs Brewing. Kind of a take on uh, Saturday Night Live. They actually took the picture outside of the Saturday Night Live studios, which I thought was kind of cool at Thirty Rock. Slightly juicy, a little bit of a, a hint of lime there. Dry on the back end, very nice. Once again, if you haven't been to Five Boroughs Brewing in Sunset Park, make sure you get over there. They make great, great beer, and they're doing a fundraiser. I think it's not this week, but the following week. They're doing a fundraiser to help some people in the Sunset Park area. Uh, a building had burned down, an apartment building, and they're doing a fundraiser to help people out. So if you're in the Five Boroughs area next weekend, next Saturday, the 20th, uh, definitely get over there. And help them out. They would very much appreciate it. You can find details on their uh, Facebook page. Just look up Five Boroughs Brewing Company. Uh, Treehouse Brewing. Uh, my neighbor had uh, gave me a can of green while I was sitting out in the backyard last weekend uh, reading, uh, reading a book. Pineapple, smooth, juicy, outstanding. Treehouse just makes uh, fantastic beer. You can't, uh, you can't go wrong uh, with pretty much anything that Treehouse makes. The folks from Heavy Seas sent me their Sunblink beer, which was a brewery-only release. And very much appreciate that, um, uh, Christine from uh, Heavy Seas. Thanks so much for sending me the beers. Here's the best part. 
So they sent me the beers. It's not super sour. Uh, it's, uh, it's kind of a mild sour. The raspberry is good. The lemon is very subtle. But they sent lemon heads along with it in the package, which I thought was really cool because if you eat the lemon head while you're drinking the beer, that you get more of a lemony flavor with the raspberry, and it works. This is a great sour. It's a low ABV. It's a nice drinking sour. I liked it a lot. Christine, thanks so much for the beer. I very much appreciate it. Uh, Cypress Brewing last weekend. I uh, was doing a thing for uh, Charlie Backman, one of the co-owners of the company, uh, for his birthday. And Charlie loves animals. So he was doing a thing where he wanted people to come down and donate money and supplies to the Edison, New Jersey Animal Shelter, which I really appreciate. So picked up some supplies at the supermarket, went down on Sunday, uh, was the first person there when I walked in. In fact, I didn't realize they opened at 2. Good thing I didn't go there earlier. I've been sitting in the parking lot forever. And uh, his birthday beer that he made for the uh, last weekend he called it Crazy Cat Lady, and let me tell you something, Charlie, you nailed it with this one. Really nice, smooth, it tastes like a sangria. He added all these different fruits to it and made a New England IPA, but it, not in a milkshake quality, in more of a sangria type of quality. It was fantastic. I loved it so much, uh, I would drink this over and over again. I mean, really, it poured pink. I mean, it was pink. It looked like sangria. Excellent beer. Thanks so much, Charlie, for that. Uh, then got a flight. Did two of the uh, Save the Dramas that he has. So we have he uh, Charlie has a Save the Drama for your Sovereign Llama and then a Save the Drama for your, for your Llama. The first one, Save the Drama for your Sovereign Llama. Uh, smooth, a bit of a white wine taste to it. So if you like white wine and, and IPAs, this is a really nice mix. It's actually a very, very good. And then had the Save the Drama for your Llama, which I've had before. Smooth, juicy, fantastic, just really representative of the style. Uh, had their experimental Ciprata, uh, th- which was bursting with tangerine, a little bit of key lime too. Uh, I just got a hint of the blue agave. Really nice beer. And then finally finished it off with an Alva, uh, a, a dark beer, uh, one of their, their imperial porters, smooth coconut uh, just uh, an out-of-the-park type of beer. Cypress has a great little tasting room in Edison, New Jersey. They're in an industrial park there, uh, and uh, Charlie is doing a great job over there. If you get a chance to get over to Cypress, you definitely should. A couple TVs. they got a nice jukebox to play music. They have board games. Uh, they really do a fantastic job over there, he and his staff, uh, brewing beer and doing great over in Edison, New Jersey. But, folks, we are out of time. My thanks to Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, Darren Yellen, Tim Pewitt, one of the co-owners of Wet Ticket Brewing out of Rawway, New Jersey, and, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m., this has been the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.